Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I'm Dylan Tyre, and this is Believe in Ohio State. Welcome to another week of Believe in Ohio State Football. Great to have you back with me in its NFL Draft Week. So that means we've got some former Ohio State Buckeyes finding their new NFL homes. That's always very, very exciting. Of course, there are a couple big names from Ohio State in the draft this year, some bigger than others. Justin Fields headlines the class this year for the Buckeyes. You've also got uh, now former Ohio State running back Trey Sermon, a host of linebackers between Pete Werner, Baron Browning, Tuff Borland, and Justin Hilliard. You've got studs on the offensive line and Josh Myers and Wyatt Davis. You've got Sean Wade, who is probably going to be the first cornerback off the board before the college football season, but he struggled this year. People aren't really sure where he's going to go, whether it's the second round, the third round, heck, maybe even the fourth round. There are a lot of guys who could find new homes in the National Football League for Ohio State, and that will all start tomorrow. The first round is tomorrow at 8 o'clock Eastern time, and the draft is in Cleveland this year. So an Ohio-based NFL draft, and I'm sure all of those guys are really, really excited. We're going to get to a little bit of draft talk uh, uh, later on, but... In all honesty, I think this is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode this week because we've done pretty much all of our draft talk already. We've talked about Justin Fields. Uh, I've given my predictions for where guys are going to be picked, uh, some team fits for various players. So, I mean, now we're just left to seeing or left to see where it actually shakes out, where these guys actually go. So before we get into anything this week, I want to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online because Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Now, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, all the scores, and all the odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Make sure to, to get your bets in ahead of the draft. There's all sorts of NFL draft props there that you can make some money on. So if you have an inclination that a guy's going to go somewhere or a team's going to make a trade, anything like that, head to Bet Online because you could make some money off of that inclination. So head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. 
Alright, so with that out of the way, let's get into things this week on Believe in Ohio State Football, starting off with some program notes at Ohio State. Like I said, it's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode this week. There's not a whole lot going on within the program at Ohio State. It's kind of a slow period right now as they're waiting for fall practice to pick up. They're waiting for, you know, the fall season to pick up. But there are a couple of notes as Ohio State has made a coaching staff hire as former NFL linebacker Ricky Brown has been hired as the Buckeyes' new quality control coach. Now, you're probably wondering who's Ricky Brown, why is he qualified? Well, he's got some Ohio State connections. He's from the Cincinnati area, obviously has the NFL pedigree, so that stands out the most. But uh, he's familiar with Al Washington. He was Al Washington's teammate at Boston College, so they know each other very well. There's the obvious connection there. You can probably see why Ricky Brown was hired. Al Washington is now the co-defensive coordinator at Ohio State along with Kerry Combs. So Al Washington knows this guy. He's comfortable with this guy. He knows he's a good worker. And he says, hey, Ryan Day, let's hire uh, Ricky Brown to be our new quality control coach. Okay. Well, if you have any more concerns or questions about Ricky Brown and where he comes from, he just spent a season as the linebackers coach at Lafayette College. Before that, he had some major college football experience. He was the quality control coordinator at USC, and then he was a special teams coordinator at Boston College, his alma mater. So he's got big-time college football experience already. Just another good brain to have over at the Woody Hayes Athletic Facility for the Buckeyes. And like I said... That NFL pedigree certainly doesn't hurt. All these guys at Ohio State obviously want to make it to the National Football League, so having a guy that's been there before really, really does help things. So Ricky Brown hired as the quality control coach at Ohio State, finalizing that coaching staff, and I like the hire. I mean, I'm going to call it for what it is, take it for what it is. It's a quality control coach, not a linebacker's coach. Not the defensive coordinator, not the offensive coordinator, so it's a quality control coach. But as long as you're bringing in somebody that's familiar with the program, um, you know, one of the big-time coaches at that program trusts this this coach, uh, I think you're going to be in good shape, and that's what Ohio State has. One other note, and it's not necessarily an Ohio State program note, it's more so a college football note. We've got an overtime rule change, and it's not like something's come out of thin air. It's just a a kind of a a tweak to an existing rule. Um, Teams used to have to attempt a two-point conversion in triple overtime and beyond. You could not kick an extra point. You had to go for the two-point conversion. That's been changed. It's now double overtime. So just to make games a little bit more interesting, finish a little bit quicker uh, in all likelihood, Teams now have to attempt a two-point conversion in double overtime. And and again, you're forced to attempt a two-point conversion. You have to do this by rule. You cannot kick an extra point. So it used to be triple overtime. Now it's the second overtime. So that's the only change here. Not a major change, like I said, but a change nonetheless. And, you know, you think about that that double overtime game against Michigan with Curtis Samuel winning. That was a walk-off. Ohio State didn't necessarily have to go for the extra point. But if that were to tie, if Curtis Samuel had scored there to tie, Ohio State would not have been able to kick the extra point to win the game. They would have to go for two. So uh, just kind of (laughs) an idea there to give you an idea of how this rule is going to work. But that's going to do it for our Ohio State program talk. Let's get into the draft. And before we do that, I've got to tell you about Just Live. Because support for our podcast is brought to you by Just Live, a trusted source for high-quality wellness CBD products created by athletes just for you. So if it's sleep, 
if it's energy, if it's focus, any of those things that you're struggling with right now, Just Live is for you. Just Live came out with their new CBD gummy line to figure those things out. Figure out sleep, figure out focus, help you with energy, help your immune system, or just help you be less stressed. They have six different flavors and functions, including sleep, energy, focus, immunity, calm, and vitamin C. Plus, they're vegan and low sugar, so good for you too. Just Live was founded by professional athletes Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana, and Paul Rodriguez because they wanted to create a CBD product they could trust and they could stand behind. And if you need support with sleep, focus, energy, stress, or immune health, I highly recommend giving these gummies a try. Right now, if you buy one of their new gummies products, you get one free. There are six different benefits to choose from, like I said, and instead of just choosing one, visit JustLive.com and use code SUPPORT to buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free of the new gummies line with code SUPPORT at JustLive.com. That's buy one, get one free at JustLive.com using code SUPPORT. Okay, time for some draft talk now, and like I let off with, we've already talked about the NFL draft, we've talked about Justin Fields a lot on this podcast, so I don't necessarily want to get into where I think players are going, I don't want to give you a mock draft, because you can get that sort of thing anywhere. What I'm going to tell you with is some rumblings that I've heard, and just my opinion on Justin Fields' situation right now, because more doubt has come out surrounding Justin Fields, and that starts off with him having epilepsy. That came out after we talked last week. Justin Fields, since he was a kid, has dealt with epilepsy, and you know, that's a tough thing to deal with. Uh, It may be a red flag for some NFL teams because you don't want your quarterback having seizures, you don't want um, his health being at risk, but Justin Fields has dealt with this for a long time. It never affected him at Ohio State. It's really never affected his football career in general. He's come out and said as much. Ryan Day has backed him and said as much. He dealt with it at Ohio State, and it was never an issue. And, you know, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, hey, it could become an issue in the NFL. Epilepsy is a scary thing. Well, you're right about that. But, you know, Alan Fanica, a Hall of Fame offensive lineman, rather, he had epilepsy too, uh, obviously had a Hall of Fame NFL career. He's come out behind Justin Fields, uh, He's showed his support of Justin Fields. So, you know, while this was a bigger story last week after we talked, it's died down a little bit since then, but still a story nonetheless. I'm sure it'll come up during the draft uh, tomorrow night, but, you know, I'm not worried about it. I don't think you should be worried about it. I don't think anybody should be worried about it. Justin Fields has managed this his entire life. Yes, it's tough to manage. Yes, it sucks to have to deal with, but those are the cards that he's been dealt and he's been dealing with them fine. So Justin Fields, yes, he has epilepsy, but no, that's not going to make him fall to the second round or fall to the third round. Nothing like that. It's it's just kind of a, some interesting news to come out about the now former Ohio State quarterback. Now, before we get into uh, one other thing about Justin Fields, I just want to hear or I just want to uh, talk about one thing that I've been hearing. And there are some rumblings that we've seen that uh, Pete Werner, former Ohio State linebacker, could be a late first round pick. Um, you know, I'm not going to buy into that whatsoever. I, I, not to be, you know, disrespectful to Pete or anything like that. Or if you're a Pete Werner fan out there, it's, it's no disrespect to Pete, but I mean, come on, this guy's probably going to be a third round pick, maybe a second round pick. Yes. Uh, his measurables were great at the Ohio state pro day. Um, very, very impressive. Uh, he's got some good stuff on tape at Ohio state, but 
I mean, a first-round linebacker, I, I don't see that for Pete Warner. Why would you reach to get Pete Warner in the first round when you could get him in the second or maybe even the third round? Uh you know, I just don't see this happening for Pete Werner. Hey, maybe some teams are gung-ho about him, and maybe they really like him. Maybe they had great interviews with him, and, and they're going to make him a first-round pick. But uh, I think that's probably some sort of smoke screen. It's just, you know, it's it's those things that come up in the final days before the draft. I don't see Pete Werner going in the first round. I mean, think about it this way. At the start of this college football season— if somebody told you that Pete Werner was going to be a first-round pick in the NFL draft, what would you have said to them? I would have said absolutely not. And, I mean, that's a testament to Pete, to Pete Werner and what he did this season on the field and, you know, what he's done at those pro days, like I said. But realistically, Pete Werner's not a first-round pick. He's, a, he's a, a good quality NFL linebacker that you can get in the second or the third round. We see those guys every single year. You know, you take those freaks in the first round guy like Micah Parsons is, is a first-round linebacker, and he's going to be a first-round linebacker. But Pete Werner and, and Micah Parsons, to me, they're just not on the same playing field. But, hey, if Pete Werner's a first-round pick, ends up being a first-round pick, more power to him, but I do not see that happening. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about, I'm not sure I've talked about Chris Sims, the former NFL quarterback and you know now CBS pundit uh, on here before, but I'm not a Chris Sims fan whatsoever. I think, you know... For, for lack of a better term, uh, I think he talks out of his rear end a lot. Uh, I think he does it to get clicks, um, which uh, more power to him, fair enough. But uh, he came out with a mock draft the other day. And I want to preface this by saying, you know, he's been very outspoken about the fact that he's picked which quarterbacks are going to be good for the past, you know, four or five years. Like he's been spot on with who's going to be good. You know, that's great. And I'm sure, you know, he, he is a good evaluator of quarterback talent, but he's saying that Justin Fields is going to be picked at 32 by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, I just do not see that happening whatsoever. And like I said, I'm sure he's doing this just to get people talking. Like, I'm talking about it right now. I've fallen for his trick. But you know what I'm saying. He, he's doing this for clicks, that sort of thing. But is Justin Fields really going to fall to 32? I don't think so at all. I mean, you've got the Chicago Bears. I, I know I've said before I'm a Bears fan, but I'm literally speaking completely objectively because I don't even know if I'm going to watch the Bears this season. You've got the Chicago Bears picking at number 20. If Justin Fields falls in the Chicago Bears' lap at number 20, you think they're going to pass on Justin Fields? They can't pass on Justin Fields at 20. Their fan base would would crucify them. Ryan Pace would have to be fired on the spot, their general manager, if you're unfamiliar with who that is. So, I mean, Justin Fields is not going to fall to 32. I think he's going to go to the Patriots. That's what I'm thinking right now. You know, it looks like it's going to be uh, Trevor Lawrence at one to the Jaguars, uh, Zach Wilson at two to the Jets, and then probably Mac Jones at three to the 49ers. That's where things really do start to get interesting because I've heard, you know, Trey Lance or Mac Jones to the 49ers. There's a little bit of a discrepancy between what the front office wants and what their head coach Kyle Shanahan wants. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But I think everybody's pointing towards Mac Jones being the third overall pick to the 49ers, where that's another one where, hey, if you would have told us at the start of the college football season that Mac Jones is going to be, first of all, a first round pick, second of all, the number three overall pick, I think people would have said you're crazy. But he had a great season this year. Um, so Mac Jones probably going to be the third overall pick. That's where it gets interesting after that. You know, is Justin Fields at or in play at number four 
to Atlanta? Is he in play after that to the Broncos or to Carolina? Um, is, is Trey Lance in play? Do people prefer Trey Lance to Justin Fields? All I know is that Justin Fields is not going to be picked at 32. I do not see him falling that far in the NFL draft. I just don't think there's any chance of that happening. And getting back to, to where I was before, I really think the Patriots might be in play for Justin Fields. Because it, it doesn't it just have the classic Bill Belichick, you know, you know, this guy's got a couple rumors about him. Uh, he's fallen in the draft. We're going to take advantage. We need a quarterback of the future. Doesn't that just sound like the Patriots? You know, doesn't that sound like Bill Belichick? This guy that was supposed to be the number two overall pick, number three overall pick, and now some strange rumors have come out about him that he's lazy, he has a bad work ethic, um, this epilepsy news leaks. Um, doesn't that just sound like the Patriots that, oh, this guy's fallen, oh, we'll take a flyer on him, we'll swoop in and take him, and then he's the greatest quarterback ever? Yeah, that sounds like the Patriots to me. So maybe I'm buying into to that conversation and that hype a little bit too much, but I see that happening for Justin Fields, and I'd be pleased to see that happen for Justin Fields. I'd love to see him on the Patriots. I think that gives him a chance to compete immediately. I think it ha- gives him a chance to be good immediately, um, and he's going to be there with Cam Newton. You know, that's a, I don't necessarily want to say Cam Newton's a comparable for Justin Fields because I think Justin Fields might be a better quarterback than Cam Newton. If you know what I'm saying there, I know Justin Fields runs, but I think Cam Newton is known a little bit more for his legs than than Justin Fields is at this point um, in his career. But we'll see what remains to be seen. But you know know what I'm saying there. Um, I, I just like Justin Fields to the Patriots. I think the Panthers could be a fit. I think the Broncos could be a fit. I think he's going to go to one of those three teams. I don't think he's going to go four to Atlanta. I think Atlanta will either trade that pick or or draft somebody to help out Matt Ryan. Um, I don't think they're going to draft the heir apparent to Matt Ryan. I think he's still got plenty of time left. Um, But like I said, the Broncos, the Panthers, or the Patriots, I think those are great landing spots for Justin Fields. Um, and if he were to fall in the draft, I don't see him getting past 20 where the Bears are picking. So that you know, number 32 overall that Chris Sims said, yeah, right. Uh, that's a pipe dream for me. I do not see that happening. So we'll see how it all shakes out tomorrow. I'm excited for the NFL draft. Uh, I'm always excited for the NFL draft, but this year in particular, it adds a little bit extra when Ohio State has a quarterback in the mix, a guy that could go high, a guy that could potentially fall. We'll see what happens. I hope he doesn't fall. But as I've said before, no matter what happens with Justin Fields, where he's picked, I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. Uh, I think that narrative has already been talked about a lot. It's been out there, but there's just no, no red flags for me when it comes to Justin Fields. So I don't know why there are um, kind of around the, I don't even want to say the scouting community right now. I want to say around the media, because that's really where all these rumors are coming from. So, you know, it, it, with that in mind, I don't want to get too off track because I want to finish this week's episode up. But, you know, when it when it really comes down to it, we know where these guys started in the draft process. And I think I said this last week or maybe the week before you know Justin Fields was the second overall quarterback third overall quarterback when this all started maybe he's the fourth best or fifth best now because of what the media has said but I don't really think the scouts and the front office guys changed their mind a whole lot you know I I think the draft tends to shake out more how we how we saw it at the start 
than how we've tried to sculpt things over time. So I think Justin Fields is still going to go right around where he was initially slotted because the football guys know. Those are the guys that that have the brains. They're they're the guys uh, who make the decisions. They're the guys who are smart. As much as there are experts in the media, they're not the guys making these picks. They're not the guys really scouting these quarterbacks. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I think Justin Fields is going to be just fine. That's going to do it for this week on Believe in Ohio State Football, presented by Bet Online. Make sure to head over to Bet Online, get your uh, get your picks in there, get your bets in, make a little bit of money on the NFL draft, all that sort of stuff. So have fun. Get to BetOnline.ag. Thank you to them. Thank you to Just Live. And as always, thank you for joining me this week on Believe in Ohio State Football. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.